the second episode of our podcast. You can catch the first one on YouTube. Just search up Longball Brothers. You'll get it. We're back. We're excited. Spring training coming up this Friday. We will see the teams we know and love. Maybe not the opening day roster, but you're going to be back and be in your gear watching the games. It's always fun to see everyone get a chance out on that field. Veterans, rookies, people who haven't, haven't seen anything from them for a couple of years. Yeah, if you have something to prove, that's the place to do it. But if you get that opening day roster spot, it doesn't end at spring training. You're going to well, have to go through the season. There's always players step ups, up during the year. There are ups and downs that you have to go through. But the people that each team needs the most, that team, whether they just won the World Series, like the Astros, whether they came up short, like the Phillies, everybody has something who they would love to see by the All-Star break be an All-Star for them. And, of course, afterward, postseason push. Yeah. So let's go to the Yankees. Who who do you think for the Yankees? Needs I would to step say Anthony Volpe because I agree with you. I agree with you. They've been hyping up number five on the prospect list. Is he overrated? Is he not? It could be big for the Yankees. So the overrated. I'm gonna kind of go into that right now. Get that out of the way. So 2050, right? For instance, Andrew Jones. I personally think Andrew Jones is a good player. I mean, no one's done it this century. But yo, he had he had a lot of that double A. I don't think he's cracking the opening day roster. No, I don't think so either. I think he just needs a little more time. Maybe, like, before the All-Star break and maybe after. Yeah, probably in the midseason makes more. I mean, if he has, if he blows them away in spring training, like, above their very high then expectation. Then there's a very good chance he makes opening day. Yeah, but, but it, it'd be slim if he yeah. has just, But you know, at current, I don't think it's an opening day. Yeah, no, probably not going to go there. But he needs to be the answer for the Yankees at short. I have Peraza there. Again, they just signed Isaiah as sort of a bridge to get to Yeah, Volpe. he's supposed to just be that stopgap right there. I mean, this Vol- Volpe is supposed to be the next Derek Jeter. Yeah, like... And the Yankees need that. Like, they, they need him to come through. Again, you've got the guy that just set the American League home run single-season record. But that's not going to make a team. You have to have a well-rounded team. Yeah, no, the offense was judge. So if you have... Two superstars on the field with good years from everyone else. Like Rizzo, but he's it, a solid player. You're not going to say superstar, but that's because he doesn't have breakout numbers, but he's so solid. But I think the Yankees are just really counting on Volpe. Now yeah. the Blue Jays trying to catch the Yankees. I would say Brandon Belt, we just saw him sign in free agency, but a giant. Basically his whole career, I think it may have been his whole career. It's going to be weird seeing him in a different uniform. But if he can be the answer that but they need him to be. if he can be the be, answer of the new uniform, that would be great for Toronto. I mean, they needed that lefty slugger, DH, first base yeah, guy. Yeah, priority right, wide up. Yeah, so this is like, if Weimer's at DH, you put him at first. Vice versa, works either way. And again, if you, if one of them gets sick, the other one could go in, and there's a rep- there might be a replacement. Sick, injured, family thing. Anything could come up. Yeah, yeah, it's always nice to have depth. If you have good depth, depth, breakout depth, that that's that's a good team. That's solid, solid, solid. Okay, so next team on our list is the Rays. Feel like they're kind of floundering right now. I mean, I wouldn't have them in the top two in the AL East any time. I but would still, it'd be good if Wander Franco could step up for them. Yeah, that okay, could so make a difference. This guy is supposed to be. MVP, captain of the team. I know they don't really have captains or whatever, but he's supposed to be the best homegrown player in their franchise since Longoria. Again, it's almost like a Volpe situation. The shortstop prospect who's supposed to be the answer. And it hasn't quite happened yet. Yeah, his innings on the field have been limited. Therefore, his production also somewhat limited. Yeah, you because know, there's only so much you can do when you only yeah. get a minimum number of games on the field. They really, they could really use Franco. Now, don't get me wrong. When he was on the field, he did good. Like, it's not like yeah, he flopped. We need, but what's the good if you're only on the field? Maybe, I don't want to say every now and then because that's a bit exaggerated, but. Yeah, it's not so much production because the production is there. Just the time on the field. If and he the could stay healthy, or not. it would be great. Yeah, that, that would just be. Amazing for the Rays. The Orioles are trying to catch the Rays. 
And here we're going to go to the, this is the first pitcher on our list. And I had a bunch of pitchers on this list. Grayson Rodriguez. This is a guy who has a chance to crack the rotation out of spring training. I think that the Orioles, they've got a lot of young players. Adam Rushman's obviously a nice addition. He can bat. But they're pitching? Yeah, so they didn't really, the rotation, I mean, it's not horrible, obviously. But it definitely needs some support. But the only support they brought in. Because like if, if they had signed like a Rodon, that would have been yeah, Orioles fans would, would be going crazy. Great. Like that, would, but Kyle that's Gibson. That's why we need Grayson Rodriguez. Yeah, so they don't really have the ace right now, but if Grayson Rodriguez would step up and lead that rotation <laughs> at that young age, again, a Rodon would have been great. But you could use him on yeah, every team. So the Orioles are gonna work with what they have. All right, bottom of the AL East. This is the seller. Red Sox, Chris Sale. And again, we penciled in Trevor Story, but he's hurt, so we went with Chris Sale. Yeah, Trevor Story would be, because you lost Bogarts to free agency. So you're down the slugger, all-star, shortstop that he had, bats 300, hits homers. He's just, he was like the heart and soul of that team, and now he's gone. So you think, okay, so Trevor Story steps really in. Help. Maybe Trevor Story. And then he's injured, so it's like, Oh man, oh, gosh. Who, who who who's gonna be the leader now? So if Chris Sale, now Chris Sale is not one of the people who has something to prove. He has a standard that he needs to get back up to. Yeah, like he's got to get back to the point where he was. I mean, he's definitely one of the top pitchers in baseball at a point, but he's definitely not there anymore. He needs to get to that point again. Like he hasn't thrown a full season. It feels like forever. It's been a while. All right, so that. We've been through the AL East. We have Volpe, Belt, Franco, Rodriguez, and Sale. Who do you think is going to make the biggest impact next year? Franco. Okay, same. That's what I think. So, Belt, I feel like, won't make like a huge impact, but he can be good for them. Sorry, Sale. Yankee fans, but I think Volpe's over in. Sale, yeah, Volpe, there's some... I wouldn't say question marks because he's such a hyped-up prospect, but that might be the problem, how hyped-up he is. You know, you don't really know how good he is. But, so, both star prospect shortstops. Franco, despite limited time, has more time than Vol- Volpe. has never seen a single pitch. You know, experience is always good. Yeah, but so. The, the minors and the majors, two entirely different things. Pitching, fielding, crowds. Yeah, it's it's a huge step. It's not like the minor league step-ups. And I think that gives Franco the slight edge. Belt and Sale are both, like, veteran guys. Now, Rodriguez is one of the top prospects in baseball. I think he's one of the best pitchers besides, like, Andrew Painter. He's really good. It's going to be really good for the Phillies. But, so, I just don't... I feel like pitchers don't make as much impact as batters. Like, you just don't hear about him as much. Because, you know, there's only there's a limited impact that a pitcher can do. But I agree, Franco. Will he finish in the MVP race like he's supposed to do basically every year? I doubt it. But I think he's I think he'll have the best year out of all of them. Move to Central. Guardians. For the Guardians. Okay. Josh Bell. He's been moving around a lot, and he's supposed to be an amazing power hitter, but we really haven't been seeing that much from him. Yeah, I feel like no one expected the start that he had last year. I mean, he was great before the All-Star break with the Nationals. But it was after the All-Star break, we went to the Padres, that things started going downhill. You know, it's not, it's not like he completely fell off, didn't hit any homers or anything. Ended up winning the Silver Slugger, but it just wasn't what it, it was. Wasn't what it wasn't, wasn't the, the start. If he could have kept that start up, he would have been one of the top players in baseball last year. But the Guardians, this team... Made it to the postseason, so I'm not knocking what they're doing. Obviously, it's working for them. But Jose Ramirez is, like, literally the only power hitter in the entire lineup. Yeah, you need more slammers in that lineup. There's a lot of people that can get on base, but who's getting those in? I mean, like, so if you're just hitting singles, it's hard to get a bunch of those in a row. I mean, you need... I mean, again, they went to the postseason. They went to the AODS. They pushed the Yankees to five games. They were that close to the AOCS, but it's just... They did it. Uh, I think it would work out a lot better 
they can have a good Josh Bell out there to select for him every day. Alright, actually got second in the AL Central last year, the White Sox, even with the negative run differential. So, who... Okay, so for them, I think it would be Eloy Jimenez. So... I think so. He lost Jose Abreu to the Astros. He was kind of... Again, that's another leader of the team that has gone. So, he was... I mean, he's 36, I believe. And he was still an offensive force on the team and another power hitter sort of guy. You know, doesn't he's more of an RBI man, but he was power. And I think Eloy Mendes is going to have to step up and be that power for you. He's already projected to lead the team in homers. It's hard to be an ex-Jose Brave, but he's sure got to try. Yeah, I mean, you know, he's one of the best 2020 AL MVP. He's a good player. Yeah, he's not one of the top in the game right now, but in career-wise, I think he's had a great career. But so I think he'll probably get a lot of DH at bats, Jimenez, with Benintendi in the left. That was a good signing by the White Sox. We'll see what happens with them next year. Gonna move to the Twins, Joey Gallo. Yeah. I mean, coming off of a stint with the Yankees and the Dodgers. Yeah, that just wasn't that wasn't his best. That was definitely not his best. Now, I don't think this guy is going to benefit the most from the shift. Like, I think there's guys that would definitely hurt more. But he's definitely going to get some benefit from that. Especially the uh, fly ball sort of guy. Having four guys in the outfield did not help him at all no. last year. To get some of those fly balls or RBIs, well, you got four guys in the outfield. There's that much more chance of it getting caught instead of dropping in somewhere. Yeah, it's like a tournament. It's probably not going to turn him into the monster that he was. 40 homer guy at the Rangers. Like, he couldn't. Hit more home runs than him. If you were a Rangers player, you weren't going to lead the team. You know, he was just incredible. But it sure might help him. And I feel like New York and Los Angeles have to be some of the toughest places to play. Crowd-wise, pressure-wise. Because Minnesota, they finished third. You know, they don't have these high expectations. It's more of like a laid-back atmosphere. Fans, I'm pretty sure I've heard that Twins fans are very supportive. So he'll just have time to kind of take it slow and find his swing again. Which is always important for a baseball player. So, the Tigers, this is... I feel like there's two bottom-of-the-seller teams in the Central, which yeah, I hate to say, but there it is. So, the Tigers are going to need... This is another shortstop slugger, in my opinion, but what, what what's your take on this? Javi Bias. I mean, he was so good, and it's like, where'd Javi Bias go? Yeah, no, I actually forgot what team he was on. Last year, I, I could put not sorry. I didn't forget what team he was on. I forgot that he was on the team. Like I didn't. Well, I thought Tigers. I didn't think of Javi Baez. Like I like oh they have Javi Baez. I had no idea. Yeah, because yeah, he just he was like so good. He got to wear Roberto Clemente's jacket, and then he dropped off the radar after that. Yeah, no, he completely fell off. He was nowhere. And it's I think Miguel Cabrera is coming back for a year, but he's slowing down. The Tigers have almost no one to turn to now. So if you could get but if he if you could get the old twenty eighteen Javi Baez that's what you want as a team. So here's I'm surprised that the Tigers didn't finish last. Sorry Tigers, but the Royals last in the Central. We actually have two people listed for this one: Zach Greinke and Aroldis Chapman. Okay, Aroldis Chapman threw I think it was the fastest pitch of all time, right? Hundred five point one. Even though some people say Nolan Ryan actually did better. Yeah, but, you know, the tracking and obviously then, wasn't as good back then. It was like, okay, he threw the fastest pitcher. Now what? He was so good, but now... Yeah, he was really good. And the fastest pitcher, I think, be- was during that good time. But the Yankees, he definitely was as good with the Yankees as he was with, like, the Reds. Def- I think the Reds was probably the best. The start of his career was the best stretch of his career. And Granky. Again, start of his career, and with the Astros, kind of not late into his career, but later on, was really good. Great with the yeah. Dodgers back when it was uh, him and Kershaw, I think. It was, I mean, he was putting ERAs under two sometimes. That that was just great. But and then again, I feel like we've got a lot of these players that were really good, and it's like we want to see that again. Yeah, I mean, they're not going to return to their peak form. But if you go into a game 
Starting with Zach Greinke, and he's looking more at the old Zach Greinke. He know you got Chapman sitting in the pen waiting to throw some heat. You know, you feel a lot better than like, okay, it's Greinke. maybe Greinke will help us here and might be able to throw maybe Chapman an might, inning. Maybe. And Chapman will come back. Yeah, I mean, you know, I, that's, yeah, these guys aren't horrible or anything. Just, you know. No, no diss to these guys, but we need to see them again. All right, that's the AL Central. We've gone through Guardians' Josh Bell. Eloy Minutes for the White Sox, Gallo and uh, Javi Baez, Zach Greinke, and Chapman for the Royals. Who, which guy or guys in the case of the Royals will do the best next year? Who do you think? I think Baez is going to come back. I thought you might say that. I figured you might say that. I don't believe it's there anymore. I'm, I want to take my bet. Ani Menes. I think now I'm kind of saying this because he probably get more of a spotlight because I feel like the White Sox have more of a chance to take down the Guardians than the Tigers. So Baez may have the better se- may have the better season, but no one will notice. So I, but I, th- I think Ani Menes has got the better ceiling, uh, better season. I feel like he has a higher floor. Like yo, know, if they produce at the worst they can, I feel like Ani Menes would produce better. So that's why that's why I put my money on. Alright, we are going to the very top-heavy AL West. Going to lead off with the Astros. And who would you say the Astros need? Well, Michael Brantley, he was hurt almost all of last season. They signed him back on, I'm pretty sure it was a one-year deal. One-year deal? He's got to prove himself. Yeah, so I agree with you there. I mean, it's not like, oh, yeah, we got Brantley back. He's got... Go off into Golden Sunset with his team, you know. Uh, we'll never see him get after this, and we'll put him in maybe half the time or whatever. He might get a few at-bats during the season. Like, he was actually, he's been batting 300. Actually, And he batted 280-something, 287, I think. It's just when you lose the whole out. season, you got to wonder, did he lose his touch, too? Uh, I, I, I think he's actually going to do pretty good. You know, he'll probably see some DH if Alvarez is in left or vice versa, like the Brandon Belt situation. Uh, I think I think he'll get some production out there. It's also nice to have a left fielder since he can move Chaz to center. You know, don't really have an answer there. It'd be Jake Myers. So, I think Brantley, I think Brantley's going to get it back next season. I really do. I sure hope so as an Astros fan. So, next up, Mariners, who are trying to take down the Astros. They will not. Hey, to break it to you, I mean, obviously you don't know the answer to this if question. I made a prediction the ALCS, it's the Yankees and Astros again. Yeah, so I don't think the Mariners, and even if they do, the Astros going to make the postseason and beat the Mariners. I, I believe. But Mariners, this is another one of our pitchers. Yeah, I think it's Robbie Ray. 2021. I respect that. A.O. Cy Young winner. And he... So he had kind of a rough patch the end of last year. Not gonna deny that. It happened. It happened. So Castillo was a great addition by the Mariners. That was he was really their ace down the stretch. I think that's good for them. But if they could get Ray back, that would be just like a huge bonus to have two I mean that's a scary weekend. Yeah, Steve Castillo like, and a good man, Robbie Ray. We're going to see the Mariners. They got Castillo and Robbie Ray. Like even if you have to throw in, and they have like George Kirby, uh, rookie last year, kind of get blocked by J Rod being on the same team. You know, you don't hear much about that. But if you have Castillo, Robbie Ray, and Kirby coming up, even if Kirby drops his game, and but you have a good Robbie Ray and a good Castillo, and that's just going to be great. Rookie of the year. Yeah, I mean, you weren't going to get much hype. You can't expect it when you have Julio Rodriguez, you know, like one of the top three in the MLB, supposed to be next season. But, again, it's Robbie Ray we're talking about, not George Kirby. I, I don't know if he's going to have it, but the fact that he had it just one, not kind of last year, one year past, 2021, it makes me believe more in it than if maybe it was like a 2017 breakout sort of thing gonna move on to the bottom half oh where no it's all just scramble for the postseason the angels who do you think the angels are gonna 
need step up or will step up. Rideau? Alright, I agree with that. I agree with that. So, I mean, I feel like the deal with Rendon made more sense at the time than it does now. I mean, you're not going to pass him up. If you can get Rendon, the Nationals Rendon, you're going to sign that guy like that guy was good. But it's just his production with the Angels. But Nationals Rendon the Angels Rendon are two different people. If he were to hit free agency right now, he would get nowhere near the deal that he got coming off no. the Nationals. Like, it's just... He'd be like... Oh yeah, look, well, there's Rendon. No, no one else is getting it. Let's pick him up. He could be. Yeah, maybe throwing on one two-year deal for low, below market value or whatever. Yeah, it's just it's not there anymore. But if it could be there, that's almost all Otani and Trout would need to get there to the postseason. Yeah, it's like they just need to push those two amazing players. They just need some support. I mean, they combined for like 70, 80 something homers last year. I mean, Otani racking up 15 wins or whatever he ended up getting. Like, they just need that little extra. They just need a little help behind them. A couple more wins support to get them there and just give them that chance. I mean, like, they don't get many chances like that, being on that kind of team. And if you can't help Otani, if you can't be behind him when he needs it, he's not staying. Like, he's heading out. He can always side for a giant deal with some other team. If the Angels can't help him, he's like, sorry, I'm gone. Yeah, so if Rendon could lead the charge behind Otani and Trout, you might even get a chance. Like, if you make it to the ALCS and just miss the World Series, the time you be like, okay, I've been with this team. I'm comfortable with them, and we've shown we can make it to the postseason. We can get better next year. Yeah, so that, that might convince him to stay, which would be great. I mean, I one of the best players in the OB right now. Go on to the Rangers, who actually finished below the Angels. I'm surprised to hear that. The Angels were always losing. But here's going to be another one of those rare pitchers on our list, Jacob DeGrom. So, uh, what? Okay, so why do you think Jacob DeGrom is on this list? Because we all know he was amazing. And then for a little while, recently, he just wasn't. Yeah, it's just the injury concern. Really, yeah. like, well, you're saying there, like, he wasn't. It's just because he can't. Yeah, no, he like, can't. You can't pitch a game. You can't win a game when you're not playing that game. He has yeah, like, to be healthy. It's, so it's like a Wander Franco situation. It's not. It's so. It's not so much production. It's not. You could say it's not entirely his fault. Yeah, like, yeah, you know, he's probably one of the better pitchers. Mets were sorry to lose him, obviously. Rangers are really excited to have him, but he just needs to get innings in. He needs to be on the field. If you could get a bunch of, if you could squeeze a bunch of innings out of this guy, he's going to go crazy and maybe be the push the Rangers did to get the like everyone at the bottom of the AL West is going for that just wild card. That's what we need. Like the addition of a wild card to the postseason, obviously. Like there have been wild card World Series victories, and if they didn't have that, well, obviously the wild card is a great help for those widower teams. Yeah, that's just what the Rangers need to push to. If Degrom could lead that. That would just be great, cause I mean they spent this so 2021 off season before the 2022 season was get getting offense, getting offense. You got Seager, you got Simeon. This offense is all about pitching, and it's kind of like if it works out, it's gonna work out really good. If it doesn't, it's gonna be it's almost like they're taking a giant gamble at the yeah, wild card. But if Degrom, if everyone else fails and Degrom is the Degrom we know he can be, it feels like okay. Okay. We care we about Elon, guys. Yeah. It's it just, if you can have a good DeGrom at the top of your rotation, that's going to be really, really great for your team. All right. Bottom, the very bottom of the AOS. Second worst team in the MLB, the A's, and they lost Sean Murphy. So going off of that. Hello. Who Let's needs to again. step up? I think Leisure because they need another catcher. Yeah, like, so this, so, again, talking about Sean Murphy, they did call him Shawnee Barrels for nothing. Yo, obviously. He's got Barrels. I mean, obviously, he, he, besides being one of their best hitting catchers, he's probably one of the best hitters on the team, which you don't see from a catcher a ton, which shows you why the A's need a hitter now that he's gone. So, 
which I always did really good against lefties, not so great against righties. So if you could even that out and get production from both. Oh, man, I'm sorry. I butchered your names. Yeah, obviously he doesn't care, especially if we say he's got potential. Yeah, so it's not like, it's, it's not the stats that I'm going off of here. It's more the fact that he's young. He's only had one season. You know, honestly, I believe in anyone young. Point, it's Sean Murphy leaving. This is your chance, man. Yeah, like, step in now. Now, I don't think he's on top of the depth chart for them. I think it's Manny Pena from that trade with Sean Murphy. But if he has a great spring training and comes out hot at DH, they're going to move Aguilar to DH and say, yep, you take over catching, going to be there, out there every day. They might leave him at DH, but I think they'll have the catching role to hit for Manny instead of him being in the lineup. All right. That's AL West. We have Brantley, Robbie Ray, Rendon, DeGrom, and Lajaris. Who do you think is going to be the best next year? I think Rendon's going to make a comeback. Really? Rendon? I'm going with DeGrom here. I want a long shot. Long shot, Rendon. If it works out, that's that could be the postseason for the Angels. But I think DeGrom, I think he's going to be able to stay on the field, get the innings in. I think it's going to line up for the ground. that hair. <laughs> All right. So let's talk. We do. We've done for each division. Who's going to be the best in the AL out of these 15 players? The entire American League. So your pick was Franco. Franco. Baez and Rendell. You think Franco is going to lead it? I kind of want to say DeGrom, but I'm going to go with you. Long shot on Franco. See a comeback from him. Alright, gonna lead us off. Go ahead into the NL. Start with the Braves. I think any person who follows baseball could tell you who the Braves need to step up next year. Fairly obvious, it will be Ronald Acuna Jr. Easily, they need that guy to be on the field. He's your rookie of the year, he's your MVP candidate to go out there. And right now, it's Riley and Olsen. Who are really the sluggers, and they don't really Maybe have a stolen base guy. Yeah, he needs to go out there and be the face of the Braves again because it's it's slipping away. Well, I think Braves. I'm, I'm thinking of Olsen. Uh, I'm thinking of Olsen. I'm thinking of, uh, Freed, Strider, Harris, Curse Riley. Steamer, the latest prediction machine. He's supposed to lead the re- league in steals next season. He's got. Yeah, he's supposed to be the only thirty thirty guy. And actually, 30-40 guy. So, homers and steals. So, if you can have him on the field and doing that, uh, I mean, that is going to be solid. I think that could be the difference between. So, we keep tying in the East and it keeps going to the Braves or whatever. I think you can really pull away from the Mets and get a couple games ahead if you can have that Acuna. Yeah, the rookie of the year MVP Acuna. Because, like, team. three stolen bases is a game. Or even one to get him a scoring position. That can win a game. I mean, you keep stealing bases, you're going to score extra runs during the year. Like, you could score 15 Anything extra runs. That distracts the pitcher, that throws the pitchers off. Yeah, it's just one more thing for them to think about. It gives you that mental edge. So, Acuna could be a huge Maybe part. the short stops covering and a ball gets through. You never know. Yeah, it's just... Uh, that's just that tiny part of the game that makes a huge difference. All right. Team that keeps tying them, the Mets. So, again, kind of cheating here, you know, with multiple people. But you picked literally 83rd baseman. 83rd baseman on the Mets. If you're listening to this right now, do something. The Mets will take it. I would feel so much better about the Mets. Correa was on there, but they walked away from that deal. I would have done that if I was them. I'm taking a bet on Correa. But it was a huge deal. So, Giorbe, Beatty, Escobar, please. Anyone now? I think so many Mets fans are like over Escobar. You know, whatever. Move on. We're going to Beatty. Hit that home run his first MLB at bat. I think they're really just over Escobar. Yorme is kind of more of like a. So he's listed as a third baseman on the depth chart. Thank you, MLB.com. But I th- I don't think he's gonna be the starting third baseman every day. More of a fight between Escobar and Beatty. But Escobar, late in the season, you know, he wasn't the leader of the Mets' offense, but he was one of their strongest hitters in the late season last year. Like, why are you writing him off so quickly? 
give the dude a second chance. Yeah, it's just, Beatty hasn't won that spot yet. Now, if Beatty has a great season, Escobar doesn't. Wait, and the fans Beatty want Beatty. I think the Mets are going to give it to him. All right. See what you do with the field. No, I'm being really down on Beatty right now. Again, we just want any third baseman for the Mets. But if they can... They have to, like, battle down training, Escobar and Beatty. If they have to battle down spring training, I think it's going to be pretty exciting. Yeah, see who's going to win that. Yeah, it might and actually again, be pretty Guillaume. cool seeing who earns that spot at third base. Again, Guillaume could try to earn that spot, but I think they're probably just going to leave him more as a utility, throw him anywhere around. Yeah, this isn't going to be the difference between postseason for the Mets because I think you're going to the postseason either way. I but if Acuna breaks out, so you got to catch the Braves, try to lead your division again. If you could have a great Escobar or a Beatty, who you've never seen before, comes out and just explodes, that, that would be great. That could be important for the Mets. All right, so the Phillies are like an underdog, went to the World Series in the wild card, trying to take over like the leaders, the kings of this division. And I think that the person they need to break out is going to be their right fielder, all-star potential, Nate Castellanos. And again, he did well in the postseason last year, fairly well. Yeah, I think it was I think it was more glove which surprised most people because he's usually an offense over defense guy. And it like complete the mind flip like almost completely switched. I don't know if the mind flip switched, but the production did. But this guy is like Jesse Winker, they're both those guys on the Reds in twenty twenty one. If they could get back, you know, I'm not gonna Jesse Winker, but if he could sorry, if he could get back to that production level, that all-star production level. That's a great thing. You have him and right, Schwerber and left. Got your great infield. Hoskins, Stott, Turner, and Bone. That is awesome. I can see another World Series happening quite yep. easily. I mean, lose Harper. But, again, right now, just focused on Castellanos maybe having a yeah. great season. Tommy John surgery for Harper was surprising to me in a big boat of the Mets. Yeah, I no. mean, not the Mets, the Phillies. That's just not what you want to happen to your star player, but things go that way sometimes. All right, here's the Marlins. I don't think they're going to lead the division. I mean, you know, they might pop out with Good Arias, signings. but I just not going to happen, I don't think. But if you could have Garrett Cooper. Yeah, I'm not saying this guy is like a bunch of record to fall back on. You know, it's not that sort of thing. But if you could have him be good at first have Arias going somewhere else, that would be great, especially on a team. I'm pretty sure Cooper's more of like a slugging profile type of guy. Could you use some of that, have Arias as your contact at the top of the line. Yeah, I'll have Arias and Segura as your contact. Chisholm, Cooper, slugging. Yeah, because you lost Aguilar, so this could be your slugging first baseman in his place. Spent his entire career with the Marlins, and... They could just see a next tier level of production from this guy. That would just be that extra nice will push. So then we go to the very bottom of this division and actually the league and the MLB, which hurts a lot for the Nationals who won a World Series. Let's not forget that. They won a World Series. They won a World Series against the Astros. It's really the whole trading thing. They trade away all their best players for prospects, and that just, it's not its not working. They're still, like, rebuilding, I guess, when they had a World Series team. But one guy left over for that World Series team, Stefan Strasburg. So this guy, this guy kind of was like the Cole draft, Garrett Cole. And I think Cole has worked out much better. But he could be like an ace to replace Max Scherzer, an ace to make you forget about Juan I Soto feel like he's a guy trading. you can almost overlook in the death chart, but I feel like he could be really important. Yeah, he could make a huge, huge impact on this team. And it's not like there's a ton of pressure here. Yeah, yeah like you're already the bottom of the league. Just develop. Yeah, I mean, just go out there and be the best pitcher, ace, Stefan Strasburg, you can be. And just try to give this team the push that it could use from you. You know, like you're not you're not gonna be you're not gonna turn the team around entirely. You're gonna need some help, but you can be the best you that you can be any day. And if you're the best Stafford Strasburg that you can be, That's the Nationals are gonna take it. Like that is huge for them. That is the NL East. 
who is going to have the best season? Ronald Acuna Jr. Agree. Definitely agree. The projection seem to love him. He's not my favorite player, but I like who he can be. I like I like that story of him as a comeback player. This could be great. It would be great for the Braves to try to pull away from the Mets. I think the Braves, they won the 2021 World Series. I think they have a chance to go out and go for the World Series again. It's almost disappointing last year that the yeah. Phillies finished them off. But this guy could make a huge difference. We're going to move on to the top of the NL Central. This is another like AL Central kind of week. Uh, get, get in on our division talks when those come up. But first one is going to be Cardinals. And we're going to go with the guy who has never seen a single inning of MLB experience. Jordan Walker. This guy ranks above Volpe. who has got all that hype. And I, I, I'm going to admit this. I've almost never heard of this guy. But he's supposed to, So the Cardinals... Their whole thing is like outfield talent, right? Yeah, like that's just all their prospects are in the outfield. That's just the way they roll. They have all those outfields, so it might be hard for Walker to earn a spot. But this is another prove yourself and prove again, yourself in spring training. Like Volpe, he's all that he's said to be. That's a lot. So if Walker's all that he's gonna be, he could be that slugging star because. I hate to break it to you, Cardinals fans. You're going to miss Pujols, who hit 27 homers last year, more than you think. So he was the oldest guy in the MLB, and he might have lied about his age. But, I mean, that he put production out there. He produced better than some of the guys on your team. That's going to uh, that's gonna affect your I mean, especially he with... He beat Kyle Schorber in the home run derby. Yeah, see, that, that, that was... That was just embarrassing for him. That was pretty embarrassing, let's be honest. But I think he's going to be... I think he's going to be more of a loss than anybody thinks he will be. But if Walker steps up, that's just going to smooth that over. That's going to be great. All right. Move on to the Brewers. This is like another Acuna situation. You know, obviously, this is going to be the lefty slugger. Christian Yelich. Easily, easily, easy. That guy, if I had been the guy deciding who won the MVP awards, I know it's not that. I know it's voting. But he would have won back-to-back. He would have taken 2019 over Cody Bellinger, who we might talk about a little bit later. You never know. He would have taken that after the 2018 finish. I think he had the better stats that year. I, I, I really, I truly believe that. And I feel like he's ripe for a comeback. Yeah, no, it's it wasn't that long ago. Definitely. And I, I, think, I think the Brewers are going to make a more... Definite push for the division. I mean, they're leading deep in the, after the All-Star break last year. But I think they're going to be in it. Game's over. And Yelich is going to get fired up. I think it's going to happen. We move on. Head over to the Cubs. Tried to kind of steer away from free agent signings. But this will be one. Cody Bellinger. Center field. This is the guy who did end up winning the 2019 NL MVP. Again, I feel like there are those. He was good. What happened? That Javi Baez situation, that sort of thing. If He signed a one-year deal to prove his worth, and the Cubs are like, sure, we're just trying to make it this year. Come prove your worth with us. My, I doubt. if Bellinger, I don't see an extension coming, but I do see a more lucrative signing with some other team. If Bellinger does good, the Cubs won't be able to retain him, and if he does not, the Cubs are not going back. So this is it. The Cubs, this is your year have you watch Tony Bellinger, have Bellinger get one year. Do it. Have Bellinger do what he's going to do with y'all right now. Get to the postseason. Got Swanson. I think Horn is going to be the best player on the team next year, but I want to see Bellinger change that. I want to see him change that mindset in me. All right, moving on to the Reds. This is another, not prospect, I think they've graduated from those rankings. Two flame-throwing rookies, Hunter Green and Nick Lodolo. I think, again, we we have two here because we just couldn't decide. Yeah, These, no. I feel like they're almost alike in what they do. And they were both just electric last year out of the gate. And the Reds lost Castillo, so they'll, they'll, they'll take this. Yeah, they'll take some more aces. You know, talk about how he went to the Mariners. And that was not good for them. Everyone wanted Castillo to say, if you're a Reds fan. But now you're like, okay, well. Castillo's gone, but let's move on. This is yeah. this is the next wave. We got rookies who can throw I the mean, snot out of the ball. Yeah, no, Hunter Green, uh, his strikeouts per month, 
had some down months, but some months uh, he was it was insane what he was doing. But we're gonna go. I'm surprised that the pirates fished at the bottom. But this is a guy with super out of this world skills who can't seem to get the production going. Let's see if he can change that this year. Oh, Neil Cruz. I mean. This is the dude that was throwing up from 90s across the diamond, right? Yeah, no, I think he always cracked 100, like 99.7 or something. Like, that this is... like, what, 6-4? He hits the ball harder than John Carlos Stanley, who's always leading those stat cast leaderboards. I mean, he just... It's a case of extremes, but the extreme with his production is the lower extreme. Like, it's just not happening out in the field. Everything that he's doing he's just isn't like, translating. It, he's superhuman, but not super baseball. Like, it's just... It's not... It's not his production on the leaderboards isn't going into his production on the field. Let's see that change next year. Let's see the Pirates come out. Let's see Kutch getting in, get having a good season. Let's see. Let's see the Pirates do something. I mean, this division—I wouldn't say wide open, but it's any, certainly up for grabs. Yeah, almost anyone has a chance. This is it. There's your NL Central: Jordan Walker, Christian Yelich, Cody Bellinger. Hunter Green, Nicodolo, O'Neill Cruz. Who's going to do the best? Christian Yelich. Ooh, I could see that, but I'm putting my money on Cody Bellinger. I, I think I think just being in that Cubs atmosphere, being in that Wrigley Field, the hitters park, I think that's going to help him. But Yelich, I mean, I had like three seconds to decide this, but Yelich just came in at a close second. Like, a close second. I mean, these are both sluggers with something to prove on teams that have something to prove. So, I'm ready to see how that plays out next year. Going to move to the NL West. Another top heavy. Again, we're going to talk about this when we go on to our division. See who's going to lead it that we think. Going to go on to our Dodgers. And I think it's going to be the guy who's going to try to steal third base time from Gabriel Reyes. Uh, not Gabriel Reyes, that's the Guardian. Vargas from the Dodgers. Max Muncy over at third, the slugger. I mean, we saw him in second. He was good again. I don't want to say this again. Y'all know what I'm about to say. It's just, he fell off. I mean, it was yeah. he was there, and then he wasn't. He, so, he makes his career as a slugger, right? That's what he does. That's everything he does. It's how he rolls. But the batting average, you can at least show a little. I mean, you went under yeah. 200. No one was wasting you except for Trent Grisham. At least 275. I mean, well, I don't know. That's kind of a high ask. I feel like everyone's down on batting average. Like the sluggers, like Stanton, Rizzo. I'm saying this because I know the, know the Yankees. But it's just, you have to put a little with it. I mean, if you're, yeah. if you're hitting homers. The sluggers hitter is great, but if he only hits it one out of every ten times. Like, if you're hitting homers every now and then, that's not going to help a ton of time. But if you're hitting doubles about a fourth of the time, that is going to help. But what's up? He's so down. Muncy can get where he needs Go to Muncy. be for the Dodgers. where you are. So, I'm getting down on the Dodgers right now because they just lost both turners. He just lost that left side of the infield. So you just you need to get that back with Muncie. Muncie needs to help you out there. Wux, step up. Real guy, uh, Miguel Rojas, who you just got from the Marlins. Step up. Let's get that left side of the infield looking like it needs to. Let's and Muncie needs to be the leader of that over at third base. Move on to the Padres. This is a guy who again is not production. It's building his name back up after everyone loses faith in him after he can't be on the field. Fernando Tatis Jr. I mean, he was such a good player, but when you get an 80, was it day or game? I'm pretty sure it was game. Yeah. When you get an 88 bad, it's hard to be a good baseball player. Yeah, I mean, if you're not on the field, and then the fans are like, oh, man, can we trust this guy? And not can we trust this guy. Yeah, I don't know what they would trust him with, but it's like, well, you know, who's this guy going to be for us now? We haven't seen him play in forever. Hey, he's been cheating this he, whole time. He's What's going to be without the cheat? Mo they're moving him to the outfield. We'll see how he makes that transition. It could be rough, but it could be great. Christ. I mean, if this, if everything goes right, this could be, I mean, I, I don't know if he's going to get 2021 repeat. That's a huge ask. But if we could see the Tatis that we all know Tatis could be, that would be great. He still has some band time to serve out, but... He gets to go through spring training, 
gets to get that feel back. I think he's going to be good. Going to move on. Giants finished exactly 500 last year. Trying to make the push for the postseason. And I have Mitch Hanager in right here. Also could have done Conforto, I think. You know, the outfielders who need to get that hitting up. So, if you're a Giants fan, uh, say you're a Giants fan, how did that offseason just feel to you? That offseason that just went down. <sighs> well, they should have said Judge. I'm sorry. They, sh they should have said Judge. You, as a Giants fan, you were looking for that superstar. Yeah. And then like, after that, they should oh, have said yes. Correa. We're in on Judge. We're in on Judge. Okay, oh. we lost Judge. We lost Judge. <gasps> oh, oh, we, we got, got Correa signed. Bam, let's go. Oh, wait. What? We just walked away from Correa? Why do we do that? Uh, what just happened? Yeah, wait. Help. Like... It's it's just you just it's such a letdown. That's why you don't seem to notice. Man, we just signed a superstar. Man, we just lost a superstar. Yeah, it's just that the mindset. It's like covers everything up that help everything else up that happened. But you did sign for you did sign Handiger, and they can be good. They can be the all stars that they, they can be. Rodon. Yeah, Rodon. So the off season was just um mash up of. A bunch of bad losses and signings that didn't happen that needed to. But if you can get Hanager going, and we all know he can get going. If you can get Conforto going, and we all know they can get going. And they could just be that outfield for y'all. a good Giants team. Yeah, you could you could make the wild card. I mean, let's see. what what Where did the Phillies rank last season in the stands to get a wild card? So the Giants had 81 wins, and the Phillies had 87 wins. You just have to get, let's say you have to get like eight or nine more wins to make it to the postseason. If you could have a good hand during Gideon Forte. My gosh, anything can happen. You yeah, it's, I mean, we saw it with the Phillies last year. I mean. No one just, thought they were going to do anything, but there they are in the World Series. Making that push, you got to you gotta push it to the postseason. That's the only way things are going to happen. So the fans work, that, that everything, the point of the entire season is the postseason. So, we move on. D-backs, near the bottom, not quite at the bottom. Corbin Carroll, top two prospect in the MLB. And he's there because of his speed. Uh, yeah. Speed and defense is really his thing right now. And the Diamondbacks, their thing right now is that young outfield that they have going. Lost Varsho is probably one of your biggest contributors. But you have Corbin Carroll coming out, so you're feeling pretty good about it. Again, same thing I felt with Volpe. You're the number two prospect, and if you are what they think you are, amazing. If you are what you think they are, it's going to be like, oh no, Corbin Carroll didn't turn out. What now? Yeah, we lost Varsho. So I think he's a top two. You know, he's, he's got the hitting there, but it's his speed and defense. But if he could just turn to a great hitter with the speed and defense, you're talking about a guy who's a 10-time all-star, face of the franchise sort of guy. Top prospect, fulfilled sort of guy. We're going to move on. Last team, the very bottom of the NL West, Rockies' Chris Bryant. This is a guy who has been a star and just it's not working out right now. Maybe the move to the Rockies messed him up. He should be transitioned by now. But yeah, the Rockies need this because... Like they, they're not. I don't think they're gonna get to the postseason this year. No. But they can have Brian can do better, and they start picking up momentum and going through the seasons. I really think he could come back and be a great player. And this is another one that there's not much pressure here. Just sit back and do yeah. what you do, you know. Because I mean, they've only made it to the World Series once in the history of the franchise. Yeah, so it's not like this. Snows it never won. And it's you know, it's not like there's huge expectations here. No. All right, that's it. We finished the NL West. Okay, who's the best of the NL? You think? No wait. Well, NL West first. NL West first. Okay, NL West first. I think it's Tatis. I think Tatis is gonna be the best next year. Right. Bryant. I think so. Tatis is gonna miss some games. I think he's gonna catch up to all these other guys. So why say Bryant? Why say Bryant? You think because it's just gonna happen? I feel like he's a really good player. I've got a good feeling about this. He's on the Rockies. Yeah, he's in that hitters park. Yeah, I mean, like there again, there's no giant pressure on him. But if if he like gets time in and develops, I feel like he can be a really great player. Alright, so now we're gonna do the NL. Who do you think is gonna be the best? So you chose Acuna, Yelich, and Bryant. Bryant. 
Wow. For the entire NL. So I chose Bellinger, Acuna, and Tatis. Ooh. I think it's Acuna. I think Acuna's going to be the best All right. step up. MLB. In the entire MLB. So you chose, in the, for the AO, who did, who, who'd you choose? So Franco versus Bryant. Franco versus Bryant. Who's going to be better? Chris Bryant. Chris Bryant to be the best player on this 30-person list. Wow. Okay. I chose Franco, and I chose Acuna. I don't like the Rays. Yankees enemies. I, I don't like them ever since last year. But Franco is going to be the best player after this season that we have on the slash line. Regular season. Uh, no, I did not want to make a bet. Okay. Alright, so we actually have a we actually have a few questions from our listeners. One is going to come from Megan Hunt. She asked, how many times has Trout been the MVP? I think it should be more than this. He's been MVP three times. I think it was in 16, 18, and 19. Something like that. I think it should be more than that. Personally. Bellinger. Uh, Bellinger's in the NL. But, uh, and that was 19. But I think Trout is best player of this generation. But three MVPs, I mean, that's, no, that's not a bad show. I mean, definitely three MVPs. That is great. I don't think he's going to win another one. But Trout, three MVPs in his career. That's all for career. Yeah. Easily. All right, another one comes from an anonymous listener. Who do you think right now is the best player in the MLB? I'm going to let you go first. Wow. I would like to say Jordan Alvarez is my all-time favorite player, but he's not. So, er, okay, let's go. Who's going to be the best next season? Who's gonna I be the- have to say... I think that it's going to be Shohei Otani. Shohei Otani is going to be the best player in the MLB. Is this combined? Wait, 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 wait. I think it overall, I think it's because he's Wait, total value having him on your team? Total value. Shohei Otani. I would agree, but I don't. Because I think this guy is not a guy who needs to break out. But I think he's going to go higher than he ever has before and win the MVP, MVP in the NL. Who do you think I'm thinking of? No idea. Mookie Betts. Mookie Betts! Mookie Betts will be the best player in the MLB You're next crazy. season. He's going to do it. Wait, uh, batting average uh, I, on base percentage? He's going to be the most valuable player you could have on a team. It's gonna be like, man, I wish I had Mookie Betts on my team. He's the guy I would want on my team. That's what I'm going on. This is what we're signing out on. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Take into consideration. Remember these people we mentioned when you see them doing good next year.